Hey everybody, welcome to Burn After Noticing, the number one Burn Notice podcast that's sort of about Burn Notice. We're back, we did it again. We're here with uh, another episode of Burn Notice. It's a uh, mid-season premiere. Uh, we're really excited to get into it. I'm here with my co-host, Josh. I'm here, yeah, we took six months off, just like the show. Just like, it's been six months, it's really good to have you all back. Uh, we're Feels still like it's qu- been six it's months. It's been six months, we're still under quarantine. Uh, we all have, we all look like Robin Williams from Jumanji. Um, and, and we're having a great, also I'm Paul. I should probably introduce myself too. <laughs> I no, did to you not? That. I didn't even I catch didn't. that. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. it. Um, no, I'm not as important as you. Josh, how are you? Oh, thank you. I'm doing okay. You know, I went for a walk today cause that's nice. what we can do now. That's our little, that's it's about all we can do. Honestly, like it, COVID's so bad in Chicago. I'm not even doing that. I'm just fucking going stir crazy and gaming a lot. It's all you could do. Just get this. The you've been playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag. A black Black Flag on the stream. A little bit of Animal Crossing off the stream, and uh, catching up on a lot of movies and like rewatching movies I really like, which has been uh, a fun thing to do as well. It's all you can do. Yeah, that's kind of what I. You know, I actually started like the first hour of Mars Needs Moms for some reason. Okay. Which is a movie that shouldn't have existed, but I think yeah, it is before funny we, how much before money Before we go any was. further on Mars Needs Moms, I would like to hear some other uh, voices on this. And luckily for us, yes. uh, we brought some guests along today for this episode. I said guests, that's right, pluralized, because we have two guests. Uh, they are the hosts of DCOM Intern. It's Jane and Chelsea. Jane, Chelsea, hello. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Hey, how's it going? So, so good. We're very happy to have you here on Burn After Noticing to uh, talk about the USA Network original hit series, Burn Notice. Where characters are welcome. Characters are so <laughs> welcome. Did you notice how many welcome characters there were? They were all yeah. so welcome. We'll talk about all the welcome characters. More and more <laughs> are saying this. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, Mars Needs Moms. I don't know anything about it. Do you? Can you, can you comment on this? No. Okay. I have no idea what that is. Good. You probably right, cool. shouldn't. No, I never saw it. Nope, no idea. So I'm very excited to learn. Are you though? Yeah, okay, perfect. Josh, I'm, I'm tell ready. them tell them about Mars Needs Moms. I don't Go. really want to. First, <laughs> you off, open this box. You open this box. Year. You have to close it. Well, you were asking. You were talking about movies, and I thought, unfortunately, it's now like the last one I saw, but I didn't finish it because I couldn't. But it's basically like like I don't know. This kid is like a butthole to his mom, and so she gets <laughs> abducted by an alien, and he just like through the thing learns that. Oh, mom is good. I should keep mom. I guess. I guess. So this is kind of a crazy plot to the movie too, where apparently Martians are bad moms to children. I guess they're not very maternal, so they're like, we need to abduct moms and steal their memories to give. Well, to I our mean that Martians. does make sense because I mean traditionally men are from Mars and women, you know, they're from Venus. Well, the funny so, thing is, point. this movie makes the men live in like subterranean nothing like this. it's like all female dominated and they keep the men in there and i'm like this is a crazy disney wow plot. this is the future that liberals want <laughs> but yeah it's kind of like the the decom can of worms which is all about aliens and then Ooh, that also yeah. like probably doesn't need to exist as well <laughs> yes yeah like Agreed. most disney channel original movies <laughs> yep yeah yep. yeah so um, I guess that's a good question. So you host uh, Decom Intern, which is the Disney Channel Original Movies podcast. Uh, what have you watched recently, Disney-wise? <laughs> I, well, we haven't recorded an episode in a while because we, Jane and I live, we both live in Minnesota. And so we normally record in person. Um, and with all of the COVID stuff, we haven't been meeting up, obviously. So 
this this is my adventure in trying to figure out how to record stuff on my own without Jane doing all the work. <laughs> um, oh, so I I can so tell you that that's think... actually you don't even have to bother doing that. What you do is you get your co-host to do all the work even though you record remotely. <laughs> I got to tell you, we've been doing this for about six months and it's working great for me personally. Yeah, that's that's yeah, we'll what it's going to end up being. So, um, so I haven't watched a decom in a couple of weeks, which has been a nice break. I did watch um, Disney put the new Pixar movie Onward on Disney Plus. So oh, I watched yeah. that right. last week and that was fine. Um, it under was my... like a Pixar movie. I cried because I cried everything. But Did you cry at the lesbian top? No. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> really very touching. <laughs> Representation. Representation. Really I, I cried at the end show. of Man on Fire. That's That did it for me. Denzel rescuing <laughs> Dakota Fanning had me, uh, had me tearing up. <laughs> That's such a dad movie to cry. I know, like man. I, yeah. I cry at all cry the movies at. divorce guys cry at. There's just nothing I can do about it. <laughs> just put on Brian's song. I'll be fucking weeping. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I love Crying Brian Piccolo. No! The last decom I watched was actually Luck of the Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. wow. I, I've watched Luck of the Irish probably three or four times in the last like two months. because we were gonna, Yeah, because we right before... <laughs> Like we had plans to record two episodes before all this stuff hit, and yeah, um, we we're gonna do Luck of the Irish, and then Johnny Tsunami. Oh, we and know all about Luck of the Irish over <laughs> yeah. here. One of the main characters has it. What? <laughs> that was that spot on with how they talk in the movie. So yeah. Good job. Oh, one hundred percent. Yes, but I, uh, I I do a very accurate, not racist Irish accent. So <laughs> can't be racist. Uh, yeah. Can't be Irish. racist against the Irish unless, that's a unless big you're English. Very true. That, that is the official answer. Yeah, yeah. If you're the English, you can't do it. But as a as a Scottish sure. American, I completely agree with that sentiment. Yeah. One hundred percent. And also Italians. Um, <laughs> right. They um, haven't done any Italians in Burn Notice yet, which I'm surprised. They've done Irish. They've done British. They've done some like really bad accents. They, they love to do Boston guy accents. Uh, no Italians yet. I'm really hoping we get Italians. Oh, God. Yeah. No, there has to be. Like, So, yeah, I'd never seen the show before this. Oh, when you got the Burn Notice, you have nothing. They take away oh, no. all of your cash. I created the job in history. This shake, this is just going to turn into them doing Italian accents the whole time. I'm going to refrain. I'm refraining. I'm refraining. I'm like, I'm biting Jane, my tongue I am so hard. You, it, no, don't restraint. refrain. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Before we continue on this podcast, I think it's very important that you do not refrain from Italian accents. This yeah. Is, we got to, first of all, let me just establish just, that. All right. Well, well here, I have an excuse. So, um, I tried to watch this episode a bunch of times today, uh, and it just—it was so hard to like hold my attention to it. So I started. So I, I watched. I pretty much watched this like three separate times. Oh, All right, wow. so you, and well, I fell asleep during the third time, which was right before we recorded here. So I'm, I'm just—I'm okay. a little groggy. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to like you know step into that, and I don't want to do my craft like in a poor manner. <laughs> I know, Fair enough. I'd be disrespectful to to my craft. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's not about disrespecting Italians. It's about disrespecting comedy. Really, that's what it's right, more important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, comedy is very serious. You know, absolutely. Um, <laughs> you need to take it very seriously. Yeah, comedy is serious. You shouldn't even tell jokes in comedy. What you need to do is like make pressure points so people clap for you. I've always been saying this. Yeah, that's really yeah. Definitely. You need to do like Masters of None. Do unfunny shows about comedy. Yeah, Master of No Funny (laughs) Mediums. That's what Aziz Ansari is. Uh, (laughs) I think it's super funny. Like, like um, I love a show with no jokes. That's just about like a rich guy in a cool city. 
love yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but they're struggling in the show because it's, it's like, like this they're is getting laid too much, you know? It's this like. Is, uh, this is Us has that. I don't know if anyone's seen This Is Us here. No, never. Um, oh, it's, watched, it's not good. I watched the first two seasons i think is it in season three now or four uh, it's it might be even further i don't know yeah i think it it's might. in I think my mind because, the first uh, two seasons uh felix biederman of chapo trap house did like a short review of the first two episodes like on their main feed and i've been fascinated with that show ever since the super bowl episode it was like two years ago maybe yes that's the um, one where I, jack dies spoiler yes alert. where milo ventimiglio <laughs> uh milo yiannopoulos dies uh and like we were just watching it because it was after the Super Bowl, me and some friends, and we were all drunk, and it just fascinated me, like how bad that show is. I couldn't believe it. Like we were it's on the floor wild. laughing with how terrible. And so it's always been like in my mind, and then hearing like kind of come back into the consciousness now through the podcast I listen to, um, it kind of has that problem where like the main guy is like a rich guy, and nothing. In- there's nothing interesting about any of the characters at all. Like it's just like what rich Hollywood writers that are out of touch think are interesting because they have no real human experience. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds really cool. Speaking of which, this direct <laughs> this episode was directed by Burn Notice creator Matt Nix. Uh, so, so uh, what else has this guy done? Did he do like other shows before Burn? Because I also yes. know nothing about this show. I thought this show was about like a fucking firefighter until I started listening to the <laughs> podcast. No, that's so, re- that's, that's Rescue amazing. Me, starring that's Dennis Leary. Uh, yeah, yeah, he wasn't welcome on USA. He had to go to the edgy FX. Yeah, he was a character that was not welcome. He was because he's an asshole. That's why. Because he was uh, he's an asshole. I watched Demolition Man recently. He's in that. He just oh, literally yeah. does like his stand up as the character. Yeah, like, no, he's just, just he's just like, what if I want to have a steak and smoke? A yeah, I want I, I just want. It's the future, and, and I can't even get a coffee flavored coffee. What the yeah. fuck? Dot com. I don't want to fuck. For it's real. so good. <laughs> It's but uh, that like uh, also, I want to wear fingerless gloves and a trench coat. Demolition Man is one of the best movies ever made. It's so it's good. so good. It's, it's so really fucking good. Yeah. So Max hasn't really done much. Other, this was kind of his first big show. He did like he had a failed show on Fox. You might remember. I think it had Tom Hanks's brother. Can't think of his name. The Good Guys. The Good Guys. Nope. Yeah. How oh, long did it? People said Colin it was Hanks. really good for the time. I think it, it went two seasons, maybe one. Um, yeah, Colin Hanks forgot his name. Um, yeah, it's it was it was almost the he's exact not, same plot. No, he's not. He's that's, not the. That's his son. Yeah, he's the bad Hanks brother. Yeah, but it happened oh, at the same time right. as. Yeah. No, as I, Burn I, I like I like um, I like Chet more. <laughs> you like Chet, Chet is, more? Chet is more fun. Chet is, Chet is, Chet is more way fun. more fun. Okay, when Chet when Chet went on Instagram or whatever and did the live video announcing that you know confirming that his parents had COVID. Like he was very presidential in that moment. Absolutely, and then right <laughs> afterwards, when people all accused like his dad of being like QAnon, uh, he yes. did that really ironic thing where he's like, "Yeah, we're just uh, feeding my uh, my instead parents he, yeah, some fetuses or whatever." He, yeah, he he you know he stepped up like a man and he took his shirt off and he got on Instagram live <laughs> and told everybody that like shit's gonna be okay. It's gonna be. That's what Andrew Cuomo wow. needs to do. Yeah. He's in shape. Off. He's got great ink. You know, he's sacrificed for the Hayes, for the Hanks family. They might as well if they're gonna do the the swap out. You know, at the the convention, and swap out Joe Biden for somebody else. They, like, swap I think Chet, Chet Hayes. Chet Hayes can be the compromise candidate. Hanks, Hanks, twenty twenty. See if you see if you let Colin be the vice president as like kind of the moderate voice. You know. Yeah. Hanks, Hanks, twenty twenty. Who says no? Yeah, the Hanks brothers. Brother Hanks, Hanks bros. But but Joe Biden promised he'd have a woman running mate. So oh, that's true. Oh, they'd have it'd have um, to be like he has a daughter, right? Who, he's, he's he probably doesn't remember even saying that, so he could just like fucking swap it out. All right, yeah, so who's true. Chet Hanks's ideal lady running mate? Who who do it's you Kamala put? Kamala Harris. 
Is it Kamala Harris? <laughs> yeah. They need yeah? somebody. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's Kamala Harris because yeah, well, Chelsea made a really good point about it having to. Um, about Joe Biden's promise to have a woman as the running mm-hmm. mate. I was going to say yeah. Eliza Schlesinger. That'll be uh, Chet Hanks' perfect <laughs> running oh, mate. Doesn't she have a new show that's apparently awful? Probably, and it probably I just is. Want, I want Kamala because I, I really would love... Yeah. I would just love yeah. to see the K-Hive um, like enthusiastically oh, rallying like him around Talk Chet about Hanks. the K-Hive like in the full <laughs> patois. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be so good. That's wait, an accent wait, I'm not going to do on this podcast, no, no, but no, holy no, no, shit. No, don't do it. Don't do that. I'm but. not going to do it, but just having it in my I brain mean, is doing don't. a lot of damage. I want to see the, like, the K-Hive, you know, re- reemerge. Hello, with uh, I know, am here. I like, am Chet with... Yeah. I'm Chet Back Hayes in- with the whole island massive. Yeah. Uh, I'm here with Kamala Harris and them. Back in full oh, power, but they have, to it, they have to pretend to be excited about, um, <laughs> about Chet Hayes. <laughs> I would love to hear like Colin just say everything that Chet would say, but with just regular Colin voice. Oh my god! What if okay, just Orange County, but instead of Jack Black, it's Chet. Oh well, no, like I mean, that's what they're. Hmm. Holy shit! Is Orange County a movie about what Colin and Chet's real life was like? <laughs> they went back in time and made. Were they just like? Is that how they got the script? They were just like, no, this is what it's like hanging out with my weird brother Chet. No, but. Yeah, but Colin's definitely older. Though. Yeah, Colin is older, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, I don't know. Colin like is one of those ageless dudes. Like you never know. He could be anywhere between twenty two and forty six. I bet he's like forty. He's he's forty two. Yeah, forty two. God damn. Dude. See, he does not look forty two. No, he hasn't aged well, since Orange County. He just looks the same. I mean, he was he he was in Band of Brothers, and that show is like almost twenty years old. And he damn. looked the exact same then as he does right now. He's got yeah. that Keanu yeah. Reeves thing, right? Yeah, ageless wonder. Speaking of guys who look the same lot, Jeffrey Donovan is a guy who doesn't really age a whole lot. He's he's pretty pretty consistently looking like that. Is that he also looks show? like just like a grizzled Colin Hanks kind of. He has a, he has kind of a Hanks in the face. <laughs> Hanks Can we the name face. the episode Hanks in the face? Hanks in the face. Yeah, there it is. We found the title. We're gonna we're gonna rate it out of Hanks in the face. <laughs> oh man, Hank faces. <laughs> Out oh of, man! Out of uh, out of ten Hanks family members. Oh jeez! Uh, so oh, geez. we can't rate the episode until we discuss it. So we should probably get into yeah. it. Um, I guess. I guess we should. <laughs> Sorry. Jane's real excited. Uh, so we uh, to start it off, we did get a previously on this week because, like we mentioned at the top of the episode, this is like a mid-season premiere of sorts. Yeah, you you both got two recaps right off the bat. You got the it double was... recap episode, a rare it... double recap. It was extremely helpful because, like I said, I thought this show was about, like, firefighters up until, like, two months ago, so. <laughs> I love that. Um, uh, first of all, Bruce Campbell is a firefighter. Sign me up. I don't care what the show is about, what, what the content of it is, or who else is in it. Just give me Bruce Campbell as a firefighter. I, the, the promise of, like, knowing Bruce Campbell was in this is what made me be like yeah i will i will do this podcast well that was the point in 2007 that was matt (laughs) nix's point in 2007 was like how are people going to watch this show oh yeah we'll call bruce campbell yeah and i like to to our first guest ben turdsman's point i think bruce just was in florida the day they were filming the pilot and just (laughs) got there and was like i'm having a few drinks guys what's going on you're picking up the tab right and they were just like film it turn on turn on the camera go 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 yeah they had him sign something it was a contract they locked him in Oh, what's this? Is this the check? Oh, I got it. Exactly. 
Um, so yeah, we got that was our that's our usually our first question to our guest. Was the uh, the catch up enough to kind of get you there for Chelsea? It was for you, Jane. Did you stay awake long enough to, through the recap parts? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I definitely watched. All right, the that's recap a start. Parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw those for sure. So was that like the double recap? Was that enough to kind of catch you up going into it? And like, did you feel like okay, I know what's going on now? It's like yeah, I know. I get, I get, I get the gist of it. And like, I you know, I just yeah, watching it for a couple minutes, I, I was just like. Oh, okay, this is like one of the things that Decker was making fun of for sure. Oh yeah, like, for, yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh, I mean it's sure. like twenty four and like this. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, and, Heidecker definitely takes from those kind of things, and like this yeah. show borrows so much from so many different parts of not just spy movies, but like action movies and like soap operas and like uh, sitcoms, buddy cops, stuff. Buddy oh, cops yeah. and like so it has a lot of those different elements all in it too. So borrowing from it, you kind of like this show. Is like it wants to be like an homage to all of it, but a lot of a lot of times it's too dumb to be. It's just bad. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. <laughs> like it is so dumb. Ugh. No, it well, is. It is like perfectly like the USA of that era. Of like it that definitely. Is. Oh, USA Network for sure. I thought yeah, first God. I thought you meant the country, and I was like, yeah, either both. way. Oh both. yeah, that's yeah. who. No, it's yeah, it's it very. It also works. Yeah, it's very you know. Like well, we did get it. We did get Obama. enhanced interrogation tactics in this one. Very yes, yeah. That no, was that's what when, when I was watching this. I was like, I was like, this show is too lighthearted to for there to be like a black site for torture. Oh no, it's, there, this is not the first black site torture that's happened. They've actually no, done like he's just like tortures. here, here, kids. Here's the reason they presented it like this. this so nonchalantly is because they've done it a bunch of times before. Yeah, just like just like here, let me just show you how to make a jail out of a normal office. And <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they do that all the time where. He he has the spy voice and it's like the way to do it and I like just, most of the time it just feels like complete bullshit and other yeah. times you're like this does seem a little fucked up i will say i found this one very helpful especially to all those people out there under quarantine that are trying to start twitch streams and uh podcasts you know take all this uh, to heart how to soundproof these rooms you have and use utilize this space i thought this was very prescient i mean if you want but then you're gonna feel even more fucking crazy in your own home Right, but I mean, at least you can torture somebody once you do. You got that set up too. Two birds with one stone is all I'm saying. You got to find the little things to pass the time. That's what I'm saying. You know, you got to be able to, you know, make a little bit of content, uh, go on a Zoom call with your friend, uh, waterboard somebody to get the information you need. You know, it's little things. Throw yeah, I think I think sitting sitting in a room with like steel rebar on the walls is going to be really good for my mental health right now. Well, that's for like sure. every like f- like fancy upscale trendy restaurant, right? Just exposed ceilings. <laughs> Yeah, true. True. Because this is like the new hot Miami uh, night spot uh, after they're done torturing these guys. They're going to turn it into like a, a place called like uh, Le Tropique. Like with uh, and like there's like a, like an 80s Miami Vice vibe. Um, but all the food sucks ass. Uh, bottle service is $250. Uh, and uh, the, the, the bouncer won't let you in because your shoelaces are tied the wrong way. I was like, keep going. Where are you going with this? <laughs> I was waiting for someone to rescue me from that bit, but you guys just left me out to drive. If there. we were going to rescue you, rescue me, that's a different fucking show. We just went <laughs> that's over the this. one about the firefighters. That's the one about that's the, the one firefighters. I thought we were talking about. You know what? I just want nightclub flavored nightclubs. What the fuck? He's flustered because Jane came in saying that the show is bad, and he's like, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Mean, okay, so. 
it's so, what I. It's. I'm. I'm sorry. I try not to just do that. But oh, no, it's no, fine. Man, I've been. I've been when he was on for did exactly days. that. So yeah, it's fine. And you've heard me like last week. I was mad as fuck about the episode. So like when I get mad about yeah. it, I get mad. When I you know I try to go into every episode uh, uh, with like a tinge of positivity and wanting to like take the things that I enjoy from this show out of it, especially because I'm watching every fucking episode. I better. Uh, so like there are things when I when I <laughs> find something I like, like I, I extract those and try to like hang on to it. And there was a lot in this one that I had, but I also got mad at a lot of stuff too. Uh, so to start off, previously on what happened in the last half season, uh, basically Michael got closer to the burn notice people. There was a sniper. Uh, they killed him, and then his car blew up. That's that's where we're at. Basically. Yeah, they showed a lot of like this previously on thing, and then the episode didn't really have a whole lot to do with and that's a, that, no, if I'm not a mistaken. big part of my problem with this one yeah like, yeah it's <laughs> just like all right here we go we're back from mid-season or whatever and this was the compelling and that has part nothing of it to too. do with the previous plot even though it runs a super long previously on yeah and this is yeah. like a key uh problem with the show and it's probably biggest issue to like the episodes we've watched is it has an identity crisis it doesn't know if it wants to be like a serialized drama or like a procedural and it tries to be both and doesn't end up being either and if it's like and if it's if more of them are like this episode then what it ends up being is just like a really shitty version of the worst part of justified before it figured out what it was thank you yes like, that's a that's a great point and I, I love justified and when yeah, justified, justified gets too, good like the whole bunch of the first season when they're just doing like ep, like one-off stuff is just like terrible and i can't decide what i want to be and then it's just like okay you're back to the walton goggins stuff here yes yeah, just stay yeah. on that and even like, like when it's bad it's like kind of like like a sort of fun bad right like, like the show is like a little bit self-aware yeah. and it's having a good time and like all the actors like you can tell are like enjoying making it i don't so think there's like none really of them are a lot funny to... enough none of them are funny enough for the self-awareness really though like um, besides besides oliphant uh yeah yeah that's about no, right oh yeah yeah, yeah. but no like okay, i thought we were talking great. about i was talking about burn no oh in this show like, yeah no one no one besides here's the thing bruce campbell and gabrielle anwar are having so much more fun than jeffrey right. donovan every week and that's uh campbell has talked about that like at cons and like interviews and stuff that he does he'll like talk about working with jeffrey and like how serious he's being all the time and like how people like they kind of like fuck around with him a little bit to kind of get that's him the, the main that's the main yeah. guy yeah the main guy okay who I hear is good in a bunch show. of other stuff. De- and Destin or De- Weston. Yeah, Michael Weston. Yeah, Michael, Michael Weston. Weston. Our hero, or Burn Notice guy. Our hero, Michael Weston. Yeah, or uh, Michael Burn Notice. Uh, whatever you want to call him. Am I... Um, does, does anybody else think that he kind of sounds like Kevin Nealon sometimes? I could hear... Yeah, okay. I could see that. Maybe it's oh. maybe it's just in this episode. I don't know. But a lot... Of, like, I couldn't take him serious as, like, a spy guy. Because he's a very, like, he's he just a sounded very like Kevin Nealon to me. And he definitely spends a lot of time hiding his Boston accent, so it is fun when it comes out. Not a whole Especially lot of Boston yeah. in this When one. he says ma. Yeah, yeah ma. Especially. It's my ma. <laughs> He's like, ah, classic Miami accent. Ma, they locked my fucking brother up. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, speaking of the brother, they I love they say, too, like, they keep saying, get my brother out of jail. And, like, it ends with, like, you're but they're taking the brother away. And then they never bring him up very much. Like, you never see him. <laughs> Yeah, Nate's it's not in just the episode, part of, which I was surprised by. I, th- I yeah, thought we were going to get a Nate appearance. Yeah, it's just like, they, like as to your credit, as you said, it did feel like they just recapped something just to ignore it completely. Yeah, yeah and then absolutely. and then it just introduces this plot where there's like three guys that all kind of look alike, um, but with slightly varying like facial hair configurations, and then like <laughs> three blonde women that also all kind of look alike are all in the episode. Um. I, I, it's like, Miami just, though, right? They all, yeah. all, all Miamians <laughs> right? look Everyone alike. just it's looks classic exactly thing. the same. It's that classic, like, that classic trope. Everyone from Miami looks alike. 
yeah like because <laughs> the dudes was just like okay so there's uh like the dad <laughs> that was gonna kill himself at the beginning um who got scammed yeah shadow nowhere so that's where we like, should probably start off is yeah, like michael gets that. his side quest like his quest giver this week is literally a guy who's about to jump in front of a bus yeah. And he just yeah. like happens to use his super perception to notice this guy's about to commit suicide and saves him from jumping in front of a bus. <laughs> and then Michael he, Weston and then has superpowers. I've talked about this before. He's in the MCU. <laughs> he has is, powers. Is this the worst or the best MCU? I think he's the best series. hero because like his his uh he, no one under, knows his secret identity. His, he always saves the day and he wins every time. He doesn't destroy entire city blocks or like get thousands of people killed in his wake. He um, just calls the cops at the end and they do. Yeah, yeah. He, he'll, he'll get That's people, all he like, does. The worst thing he's ever done is like get someone sent to a CIA black site to be murdered by proxy. Like he's had like three people oh, have gotten Epstein several occasions. On yeah. several, and he shot those two Ugandan guys. He did. He shot the two Ugandan guys in the pilot. Uh, he got multiple people Epsteined. Uh, there's been a lot of that. A lot of, a lot of Epsteining happening in this show. As so, in, they killed themselves in prison. Yeah, well, quote unquote, yeah, it was killed like, themselves. Yeah. yeah, quote. They had right. one guy. They said he fell on a knife. <laughs> what? Like, oh yes. yeah, he fell on a knife. You know, a classic thing that happens. All right, Elliot Smith. <laughs> um, so now that you mentioned the CIA, like, I just have a question for you guys: Is this is this? No, CIA I'm not CIA. Involved? Next question. <laughs> no, are they involved in like the production of the show, like they are for Jack Ryan and like other? Like spy shit. I'm uh, not sure not because I doubt it on this one. This because one, this show, like, it's not as pro CIA as you think it is. Because like Michael always goes out of his way to mention that he's not CIA and like is just like a contractor. And like none of the people are officially it CIA. Doesn't have that like sheen of like you know the, the 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 shows that get the military or get you know the CIA to help. Like, it just doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like a goofy show. Yeah, it's just Matt I don't know, like, spy fantasy. Who That's fucking really knows, though? Like, <laughs> they're so fucking far-reaching. And, like, Matt we'll, just, be- we'll just try the dumbest shit that, like, like, it could be. It's possible that they're just like, yeah, fuck it. Just run burn notice. That's fine. Whatever. Matt Nix, <laughs> Matt Nix loves two things, spies and fatherhood. And they're two very important parts of this show. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, because that's like the whole reason he wants does, to help this dude. Yeah. Does he have a kid though, or he just he had oh, an estranged oh, father? I have, I have some. Oh, oh okay. you want to talk about Matt Nix's kids? Uh, our, our, you know, the child in this episode, Jack. Yeah. That is Matt Nix's son, IRL. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Matt Nix is very much a dad. And but I love one. Well, I met, through. I met the the guy, the the, the burn notice guy was not michael Mikey? yeah he's not Mike? here's yeah, the thing michael. he's not a dad right now but all of these episodes all involve like some because he's got fatherhood issues i mean i feel like this show is on not track it. for him to become a dad at some point during the show there's I love no when way he, he doesn't have a kid at some point. i love when he talks to the dad and he's just like god damn it i'll put i'll, I'll let my emotions guide me even though they're not supposed to and then he's like the dad's like, well, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to give them money back by any means necessary. Like he's yeah. fucking Malcolm X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was one of my other questions too, was, is that something he says a lot? Cause like the way that the camera like panned in on him, it looked like says it was, that, yeah. it made it seem like that was like his tag. Like catchphrase. No, no, no. It's just, it's just like one <laughs> no. of those CSI Miami things where he has another, he has all kinds of taglines. He just tags stuff. Got and it. They, Got they zoom it. in on him. Sometimes he does sunglasses thing. Sometimes he doesn't. Uh, there was a fucking straight up office cut directly to look, at the camera in this episode yeah. if anybody oh. that i yeah i saw that i lost yeah. my mind when that shot oh. happened and they yeah, even had a little sound effect about. like a little a little like light key sound effect yeah I was like, 
And I do just they, was like, are you fucking... Do they break the fourth wall frequently in this show? Or That's the first that time like I've a... ever seen it. That's why I... I yeah, no, I don't think they ever have. I just assumed that was a thing that they did because just they like had a, such... Just like a ways had, into the second season. They have like such weird camera shots all the time. And then so and many weird what's funny is that about this one is it has no excuse because it was directed by the showrunner. Yeah. So it's just yeah, this the one's creator, all Matt Nix. So this he's is just always Matt the writer. Baby. Yeah, that's like his baby. Yeah, these are, this is like a very much him episode. He wrote it. He directed it. It's all him. I'm surprised yeah, and, he didn't appear and, in it. And as you brought up too, he's like, don't let your emotions guide you. I love that he brings it up. He's like, as a spy, like you're not supposed to let your emotions guide you. I'll let you know. He does every time. Like, no, he literally is a horrible spy because every fucking time it's just like, don't get emotionally attached. A little boy in his, is like in his family. Yeah. In, in almost every situation, he always is like, all right, I'll help. I got to say, right. I so, so recently I watched uh, the Star Wars prequels, just episode one and two so far. I've been rewatching those. And um, I got to say, Michael Weston has a lot of uh, parallels to the prequels Yoda in that his philosophy is just constantly self-contradictory um, where he's like, Oh, you have to trust your feelings. And it's like, no, don't give into your feelings. And then I have to uh, get everything under control. Then I have to do something by any means necessary. And it's just, the ideology is just totally all over the place. Nothing really is coherent. Like no two philosophies ever actually gel with each other. Uh, but he just fucking says them and does them anyway. I wouldn't expect a whole lot of consistency from like a USA show. Uh, right. Like, Wait, yeah. are you saying that shows like uh like suits are not consistent? Shows psych. like psych, shows like Monk. sirens. I mean, I hear Monk's the good one. I always try to keep Monk out of it. Shows I've never seen ever. Yeah, no, no context for any USA show. Have but not seen it. Y- yeah, no, it's just it's just too stupid to to do that. It just has <laughs> to fall into it just has to fall into like the the simplest path. Yeah, like, like there's the a path there's of a least time resistance every time. When when Michael gets the job, he gets the side quest, and he wants to like convince Sam to like help him out. Sam doesn't want to help him throughout this whole thing. Sam's Sam's being the voice of reason there, in this episode, being like, okay. "Dude, you got to stop. You got to go back to the main plot. Nobody wants to see this shit. Go back to the main plot. Everyone yeah. wants to see the main plot instead." What does what he like? What does he like do? Because like, I mean, I, I from the the intro to the show. And the little catching up on, I understand, like, so he's a spy that's been burned. Does he, like, and he's like, well, I kind of just take whatever job, like, is it, like, what What sort of other stuff does he do? Like, what is he doing? This, like, this kind of thing is exactly yeah. what he's doing, he does. doing, like, kung like, fu. Yeah, he does. Around he, uh, Miami. He finds a person who, like, uh, has, like, some sort of parental. I love that it's Miami. It's like somebody's son or daughter is in trouble, and they're going to get killed by some weird gang of, like, Either it's a gang of rich white people, or it's a gang of Asians, or it's a gang of Jamaicans, or it's it's like it's another very Star Wars thing. Week. Another Star Wars thing where like everyone is like from the planet of just that one thing. Like yeah. oh, the, like everyone here is from the pirate planet this episode. Columbia here, this week. Yep, <laughs> everyone here is from the planet Columbia. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's 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 interesting. Like you said, it is dumb. It's like all very generic for the most part. And as you yeah. said, like Sam just wants to like get to the main plot, See, and we're always saying a, that too. Yeah, Sam's like out a real here just being the voice of the audience. If that was like he a wasn't real CIA. CIA, so he was a like yeah. a contractor guy. He always says that too. He's like, I'm not CIA. He's like one of those guys who like <laughs> does like black ops on like spec or like on like he's like a merc kind of deal. Oh, okay. And like you know, in the intelligence community, he's like a free like a high end freelancer essentially. That sort of guy, I guess. Like, I, I bet if that sort of guy got like burned like that, he'd just be immediately be like. 
and he's like, I'm in Miami. All right, I'm just gonna go work for drug dealers now. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, but he's, he's the one with all the my heart skills of gold. This. But yeah. yeah, that's it. Comes back to Michael Weston has a heart of gold, and it comes back to that constantly. Like he's supposed to be running yeah. and like trying to catch these people who are trying to kill him and like doing all this other stuff. But he sees this guy who's in trouble and he has to save his life. And then he's talking to the guy, and the guy's got a, a son who's like in trouble, and so he has to go help the kids. Like he he's just got a heart of gold, man. He's got to do it. And, you know, those, those guys from Boston are all known for being so empathetic and so nice and just having <laughs> to help people. Uh, they're, you know, have a great reputation for that. You're really um, tormenting Jade right now with all of the anti-Italian and anti-Boston <laughs> rhetoric. What the fuck are you talking about? This is a, like this is a fucking podcast. Up. We can do fucking accents. <laughs> This is a this is a show about accents. Like Burn Notice is about accents. You can do accents here. This is a safe space. Fiona Fiona's X I R A, so she's like Irish. Yes, this is something I didn't get into in the episode. But Fiona, okay, the character of Fiona. We have to explain this to people a lot. It's always <laughs> yeah. fun to do. The character. Which one is she? Fiona, was she in this episode? That's like the main the female. The main girl. Lead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the one who like looks like she's never even looked at a carb in her life. Yeah, sure, sure. She's like super fit. She was, I mean, she was like they they did that like hot tub scene. She's fucking jacked, dude. Yeah, yeah. She, she she's like the embodiment like... of skinny jacked. Yeah, she's like super fit. But yeah, she's uh she's like Irish in the show. She was like XIRA, but she she like hides her accent. Like in the in the pilot, she's like super like Irish accent. And then in the very next episode, they were just like, all right, well, I'm gonna do an American accent because I'm in America now. And that's that's the <laughs> they're just like yeah that that didn't work uh, with all the focus groups yeah the pilot we're just that's like, our no. assumption too we got a <laughs> lot of notes there's a there's uh some video of uh this is what makes it so insane there's video of michael's like the jeffrey donovan screen test and gabrielle amwars and in the writing like of the script that they're reading that's part of the plan all along it sounds like so like they intended to have Weird. this character be irish and then american like that's how it was written that's bizarre that's so weird, and because they use a lot of like ADR on this show. Oh, do a they? ton! And yeah. so, like, they could have easily gone back to the pilot and just like re. Maybe it was Kevin Nealon doing the ADR. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hi! It's me. Like so it's me, the subliminal man. Oh, I'm here to be subliminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is super bizarre. I don't know if it, that came through at all because sometimes her accent does just kind of bleed through. But yeah, that's was, like her weird backstory. I was listening for it because I've, I like know that that's a thing that happened from listening to the pod, um, and I didn't pick up on it at all in this episode. <laughs> the no, ADR wasn't as heavy as some, or as heavy-handed as some of the other episodes. I'll give it that. Yeah, this was. I mean, this was like a pretty. This episode moved pretty quickly. Like the the B plot, like he's like I gotta. He like they find like he seems like a man on a mission or whatever. They find out. Um, that the son first off what a the, this is the show so woke it's basically like a cry for medicare for all because this poor kid yeah. needs health yeah. care and they had the dad had to turn to shady means no i was thinking to... that oh <laughs> yeah right so, I was just yeah. like, there is a lot of pro worker writing in this show i will say like matt nix's politics might be pretty good because like he has sam like sometimes be these like uh like as his like bits or like uh undercover characters be like uh like pissed off disgruntled union guys yelling at like old places hell like, yeah stuff like that and like he's always right. like like there's a lot of pro worker shit it's kind of even the book key. even the dumb book we read had like some subtle kind of pro worker stuff yeah the, the book is like low-key pro-communism 
But yeah, the, like, the books aren't written by this guy, though, right? They're no. like written by someone else. Some dude he found. Uh, they're yeah, it's, it's, they're written this... literally by his brother's friend. That's the true story. Wait, was nice. this? Uh, did the books exist before the show? No, or after? Concurrent with the show, they oh, are wow. like they're like novelizations of episodes. Essentially, is what they read. Like. <laughs> so are they're they? Not even are like they original like... stories? Yeah, they're original stories. No, they're original oh, stories. Okay. Yeah, they are original. Okay. okay, gotcha. Do they do they fill in like, like time gaps between seasons, or is it not like, really? Like, like, <laughs> do you have to read the books to no. understand really. what happens in the show? No, no okay. one should They're ever just, have like, to. Extra. No one should ever have to, and we probably God. made a terrible decision to do it. Just if you, you just you're just like, it's like this horrible, horrible level of like being into the lore of things. We're <laughs> like addicted to, to learning no. more and more. Lore. No, reading the burn out of everything, me... and eventually like. That's your rock bottom as you're looking up more lore about Burn Notice and reading the novels. I got to tell you, this makes me feel a lot better about uh, staying up all night watching uh, Elder Scrolls lore videos. I feel much more normal about that now. Like when I'm <laughs> yeah. when it's like three in the morning and I'm like uh, watching like a 16 minute video about Mayrune's Dagon. I'm yeah, like, no, right, I've at least there. it's not fucking the Burn Notice book. I've been there. I've I've I've, you know, sat and read all the 36 lessons of Vivek. Like nice. I've been there. But speaking, whoa, of, that's awesome. speaking of Elder Scrolls, I, there is a, a Skyrim comparison to this episode and this show really in general. Um, Michael does like kind of go through life and his like uh, uh, journey through Burn Notice the same way that I play Skyrim in that no matter what I'm doing or where I have to go or what important part of the plot or, or, or story I'm doing, I will always take the side quest if I walk up to it. Like every single time I just have to. And Michael kind of lives his life like that and I respect it. It's a pretty good comparison. I, I would have never thought Burn Notice would be like, like he's Skyrim, just like, but like I, he's just I, like I, he's I, I, I where you're going. Like he's supposed to walk, you know, over to uh, to the College of Winterhold and get this Mage's Guild done. But like, you know, some courier runs up to him and he's like, "Hey, you got to go slay this giant. I'm gonna go slay the fucking giant. I got to do it." You're gonna save the guy from killing himself. I gotta go save the guy and then from dedicate jumping in front your, of the... like a blood oath almost <laughs> yeah, to the, save his son. The last time I was playing uh, uh, Skyrim, I ran up to this guy who was about to jump in front of the giant when he was gonna hit him with the hammer and make him fly way up in the air. Mm. All right, the Skyrim yeah, jokes I mean... are going over real well. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played Skyrim in forever. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, I do like it, but it's been a while. <laughs> The only video game I have ever played really is Animal Crossing. So and are currently <laughs> playing, I'm gonna guess. This is uh, this is like the first video game I've ever played. Is I haven't I Animal haven't Crossing. played I haven't played since Bannerlord came out, and I don't know if I'll ever play Animal Crossing. Again. <laughs> Jane, I wow, never so went you've to given up. Island. I know nobody went to my island. Wow. I haven't picked it up, and I think I'm going on two days now because WrestleMania <gasps> was this week, this past weekend. I kind of got into that. Your villagers are dead. Yeah. My villagers are dead. Did I kill them? That's what happens. Oh, all of your fruit dead. rotted. Really? Awesome. Did they die? No. no. I don't know. <laughs> you think I'm... this game with its cheery happiness would be like, well, you didn't. No, they the would game just for two days. They would They're just all do dead. A, they would just do a thing where like, oh, looks like they left your island. Too bad. Or something. I mean, they will do that if you don't play for a while. Okay, see, so that is something to be concerned about. I learned something today. Thank you for the Animal Crossing lessons. Uh, if you need those, I've been playing. I'm, I'm an expert, man. Unfortunately. Yeah, we should just start <laughs> announcing turnip prices at the beginning of every every podcast. Fuck no, we're <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> Considering they change like twice a day, that's a we're good just gonna idea. make a, a Mad Money style like finance podcast, but just about turnip prices. Yeah, there's somebody somebody's going crazy in quarantine and doing that. I'm sure. Oh, there's got to be like weird be finance terrible. nerds that are going like like gaming the uh, the stock market. 
Ugh. Well, you know, like people. This is the this is the crazy thing people do is they block access to their island. Like they won't let you into their island with high turnip prices unless you pay them a certain amount of money. Oh wow, tariffs! I, <laughs> yes, we're doing straight. Can up you believe that? Wow. Wow. Um, I mean, unless they let, you, unless you get decisions on what happens on that island, that is taxation without representation, and uh, I will not Hell stand yeah. for it, sir. <laughs> I will not stand. I mean, the game is already just ocean. Protestant work ethic. The game, so like, <laughs> Protestant work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> and so, That's like, of accurate? course, of course, there's just people who are like, yeah, like <laughs> doing like white collar, <laughs> like <laughs> jobs have figured out how to become like the white collar, like people of Animal Crossing. Oh my god. Yeah, when I read that, I'm like, people are taking this game for children a little too seriously. <laughs> I, well, oh some yeah, for sure. talking about like trying to get their neighbors to move off their islands by like hitting them with the nets and shit. And I'm like, that is so mean. Yeah, I couldn't you, imagine you, you just do that. Go, yeah, you I just was... go and be like, I don't like how this neighbor talks or like what they're wearing. Yeah. And then they're like, and then, yeah, yeah, you can just like bully them like you yes. just go to the manager and bully them out off, off of your island <laughs> like, i cool. was visiting one of my friends from high school was playing and i was visiting his island earlier and he has two neighbors like two sheep neighbors and he fenced them he put them up on a cliff and built a fence around their houses so they can't leave and they're oh just God. like imprisoned I'm see like, this is more i know somebody's done this that 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 tom nook is an authoritarian despot and this game promotes fascism and we have to uh we have to confront this i was so appalled i was like you need to take this fence down that is problematic that's like the the putting your sims in a pool and deleting the uh the ladder oh yeah or calling the pizza guy and get rid of the door get nope. trap them in there yep there you go or just like yeah you put them in a room and they just pee themselves to death They'll just, fire they'll, they'll, just, they'll just die in a pool of their own piss in The Sims. Yeah, in The Sims. <laughs> Speaking of dying in a pool of your own piss, we hope Bo- we wish Boris Johnson a speedy recovery. Hope all the best. And uh, get well soon, dude. You the man. You're going to get through this, bud. We're going to go out for ice cream after. That's right. We're going to hang your uh, test results uh, right up on that refrigerator when you test negative. Yes. All I know is that I'm very glad he shook all those hands. Yeah, yeah. He's like, glad handing is a very important part of things. And well, like, uh, anytime that somebody says something, like lately, you know, says something dumb, like, "Oh, we should do herd immunity," or "We should," you know, like infect all the troops. That like, yeah, the man, troops. The thing everybody always says is like, "You first, you first. Well, Boris Johnson was first. He did that, it. It's very brave yeah. of him. <laughs> Bor- you know what? Yeah. You know what, Boris Johnson? Thank you for your service. So. Wouldn't it be irresponsible for him to live then? Because it's kind of setting a bad precedent. You know, but, yeah. I mean, he leadership by example is very important, Josh. This is a great. This is a great point. Yeah, so. I mean, it was a it was a dog shit, horrible, stupid idea. But like, you know, he he was not a he was not a hypocrite. <laughs> he he went through with the stupid herd immunity thing. And, you, know, you know, as a content creator, I appreciate the, IC, the commitment to the bit. I think that's important. Yeah, he's seeing it through. God, what a character! Well, he would be a welcome on USA. Then. Oh, he Boris could totally have been like a, a burn notice bad guy or like one of the bumbling client idiots. He dresses like a shitty uh, Miami business guy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like a guy that do he, London, like, they do London, is gonna like. Yeah, fleece they would for, like, like do a London cop show with him called like Bobby's. Like, <laughs> Bobby's would be great. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Or Boris he would be the, yeah, he'd be like the uh, he the, plays like, himself, the but he's sergeant. also a cop. Like the dipshit office cop, like the sergeant kind of guy who, like the main cop guy, is like always no, he, making fun of. No, he he plays her. himself, but he plays he's a hero cop. He makes oh. himself a hero cop. Oh wow, even better. Yeah, yeah. Can, I want both leads to be named Robert for <laughs> yeah, dumb and purposes. 
and he just goes out there and fights knife crime all the time. <laughs> he just watches. It's just him watching CCTVs <laughs> until, there's, until there's just fights of drunk guys. Drunk guys, and then he goes. He's out like, "Oi, this yeah, this bloke is going right bloody mental in it." Yeah, and he investigates knife crime. <laughs> <laughs> so this is now the third accent you've done on this sh- this episode alone, I think. Uh, I, we're going for the record. <laughs> you, you might have broken it already because you might have done a Boston too. So that might be four. I, I did do Boston. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so you four. did four. So we done Italian, Irish, Boston, and then whatever that was. Whatever that was, indeed. So. <laughs> Yeah, this is one of those classic episodes where we uh, haven't really talked about burn notice at all. I think we talked a lot about the episode, technically. Um, (laughs) We've we've, we've talked about the beginning of it, so that's enough. Listen, listen, listen. You guys want to... Here's a recap of burn notice. Uh, The Weston gang got into some trouble. (laughs) They they did some stuff. Uh, Some shit happened. We we tortured some folks. There were explosions. We we definitely should talk about the torture stuff. They they tortured some folks. Okay, so we, we talked about how there's one scene every week one where where Bruce Campbell just reminds everyone like that he's always really good no matter what no matter what you put him in he's great and hey he got this script and was like are you sure all right we're gonna make the best of it and you know what he did bleed on him he did he he did his best he yeah he was great he always is like that's usually our benchmark I would say is like if he's not in the show very often we're like well this was a waste of time like the one very consistent thing in in an incredibly inconsistent television show is that Bruce Campbell is always good he's not he's not had a bad episode he takes no days off he's always good is he a main character like is he he pretty much in every episode yes yeah luckily thankfully yeah it's I'm pretty sure they he was gonna be in it less and there wasn't wasn't he wasn't supposed to be in it as much but after the pilot they were like fuck we need Bruce he's great just throw the bag at him what like what happens in this episode? <laughs> like, okay, I, so I understand so, okay. that like there's so, there, there's, so the, a, there's a part the where the scammer like, right? No, I want Chelsea to, to do it. Yeah, the, I do too. The dad that well, gets there's scammed. there's a part where there's the dad who um tried to run in front of a bus and right. kill himself because his son has a bad heart and needs money. And then there's a part later where the dad is trying to fill out some paperwork to get the son medical care. And he's like, I need someone to watch him. And Michael's like, I know someone who can. So he brings this like small child with a heart condition to his mom's house. And his mom is like smoking indoors. Another, which we can add to the list. So, <laughs> so that's, so you met, you very irresponsible. You, so you've Should've, met Madeline Weston. Oh, uh, <laughs> they just outright ripped off um, John Q instead. That would have been fun. <laughs> oh, doing this. Oh. If this guy just did a John Q, it would probably would have been just as yeah. effective. So, uh, yeah, I'm in. That would have been great. I mean, I'm way into it. wouldn't have had to torture anyone. Yeah. No, no now, torture. Granted, just I do kinda, not remember how John Q ends. A pro- I think I cried in that one, too. So, mm. probably sad. But <laughs> You just love those movies. I love Denzel Washington. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Denzel's I love great. Denzel. I do. I, I love Denzel movies where he's like super intense guy. That's my shit. Um, yeah. But moving on from Denzel, where where were we on this? <laughs> so as Chelsea said, uh, the the he was filling out paperwork because the thing is so expensive, and then they were like, we need to find out that uh, who scammed him. So they yeah. find out these two guys are running an operation at a clinic. Um, they make this little sting operation so that they'll approach and, and be like, and hey, this is our turf. Bruce Campbell's acting as like 
a, a patient whose liver is failing was so great. good. Great. Just, hold, just holding his side vaguely where the liver is. And yeah, like, he's like, yeah, what's, what's wrong with the... Yeah, he's like, and, the, and like, the idea so is he's supposed to be a guy who's like explicitly trying to signal somebody to sell him painkillers, and he just does yeah. a great yeah. job of being that dipshit guy. Like, he's, like these, he, do, he does these like really like loud, goofy guy like making a scene characters so well. Yeah, no, he's just like, he's like flashing cash around and just being like, I'll do anything. Yeah. Man, I right wish nobody would flavor. sell me some illegal prescriptions around here. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got Campbell more money so than sense good. right now, and I'm I, desperate. Just like. I consume so much Bruce Campbell. Like, just the the, uh, the voice gets better every week. It's becoming. Yeah. There are worse things to be, right Michael. Now? I hope you have a Hawaiian shirt on right now. Um, I well, here was the thing. I was supposed to. Well, what's today? I was supposed to be in Florida right now, actually. I was supposed to have oh, been in yeah. Florida all weekend for WrestleMania weekend. That's yeah. and my plan was to dress like Sam X all week. That was my thing. I was gonna Damn. as a bit. I was gonna dress dress like Sam X, and I was gonna post about it. And I was gonna go to all the wrestling shows explicitly dressed like Sam X. And Damn. I missed out an opportunity to get some really cool shirts and some like and those like dad sandals. Damn. So like Damn everyone was talking what about. Been? I'm just gonna walk around the apartment in dad sandals and uh, and like canvas pants. Get some for your Animal Crossing character. Ooh, I should just dress the Animal Crossing character like Bruce. That's a great idea. I got a really good cowboy outfit for mine today. Nice. <laughs> it is very good. <laughs> nice. I must have, might have to visit everyone's islands after we're done today. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. It is just nice. Anyway, yeah. as we said, we so. tried, love that. <laughs> we've tried like three times to get through the episode, and then I think each time has led to Animal Crossing. All right, See, we're no, going to make this happen. We're gonna, this we gotta, is like what happened to me when I was trying to watch the show, too. Yeah, this is Jane's <laughs> real-life journey of watching this episode. Yeah, and I still can't get through it. I'm talking to three other people that watched it. By I the end of us recording this, Jane's going to be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Oh. I, I've been like drinking a Red Bull this entire uh, two, time. There were there are two big there are two big scenes. Three. Okay, let me actually take that back. Three big scenes. I, I probably I want to make sure we talk about. And I'll do them quickly. One, um, Fiona like trying to figure out how to like uh, uh, parent, and then like finding it in just like bloodlust and talking about guns. I thought that was very fun. Uh, there was uh, Fiona fighting the lady, beating up the lady with with knees to the face was fun. Yeah. Really mm-hmm. like that. And uh, what's the other one? Torture scene? Torture yeah, scene. Torture oh, no. Scene? Well, fucking Michael and Sam actually fighting each other. Well, no. The, well, like, in the, the torture scene, like, they eat the, like, <laughs> Weston Look. basically, like, I've learned this trick from Pinochet. Like, oh, yeah. He did <laughs> yeah. That. yeah so he did talk about up. the helicopter rides. He did yeah. Jane, talk about Jane and I rides. are not concerned with like the interpersonal relationship between yeah, Michael no, and Sam. No, we're, we're just like, this is a school of America's guy. Like, this wild. guy was like teaching the Contras how to do shit. Like, yeah. this guy had like a necklace of ears. Remember, he was a former, <laughs> he was a contractor. So, absolutely. I'm like, Sam used to work um, in uh, in East Germany during the Cold War. He definitely has talked about that, his time being there before the fall of the Berlin Wall. So, so both he of them might, have some very, very like dark a, histories. Yeah, the only might, one that has a cool political... like the son of a Nazi or something. No, the only one with cool politics uh, historically is Fiona, who used to be in the IRA. She's the only right. one that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is oh, funny because like she is, and that's like their romance, right? So he, Michael they, was like this contractor and she was IRA and they like fell in love in Dublin. Do they like talk about like how, how, I'm curious as to like how they talk about the IRA because it's uh, like not much because really yeah no, she just like, talks about like cool things she learned she's just like oh I learned this cool bomb making thing when I was fucking robbing banks check it out 
<laughs> okay. Because, like, I love it when, Tight. I love, like, when, like, really dumb, like, Americans, you know, like me, like, will, like, talk about the what, what they think the IRA is. Like, well, what's great about Gabrielle Anwar is she's, like, Northern English, like, from, like, a, a pretty, right. like, uh, well-to-do family, so... Uh, her her opinions of the IRA in the show are definitely not her own. <laughs> like yeah, her, right, right. Like, and when she's like being Irish, it's like basically her like doing an Irish caricature of like what she thinks those people sound like. Like how in the, like how in Harry Potter, the one Irish kid's always blowing things up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I never thought of that. Yeah, the kid's name no. is like Seamus too. I noted. Think. Seamus. Oh, J.K. Rowling noted for her subtlety. Yeah. <laughs> She's about mm. as subtle as Tom oh. Clancy, and I know because I read a lot of Tom Clancy. Yeah, I read a lot of Tom Clancy. I would Clancy read when some splinters though. Pro- do you want to talk about problematic CIA faves? Fucking Tom Clancy. I cannot help myself. Ugh. Do you gotta have one, I guess? Uh, I read Rainbow Six in like middle school and I was just off to the races. <laughs> that book was terrible. Oh man, but when <laughs> I read that not, too when I was a kid. When you're when, so when you're a twelve year old boy, that shit rules. Yeah, Splinter Cell when I was a child, I liked reading. Sam Fisher or whatever his stupid name was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spurs and now we have Jack right. Ryan on the television. Yay! Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the torture scenes were, like, that. this might have been, like, the most torture they've... No, I guess that's, they have done, like, some really bad shit, so... Yeah. I can't is... even say this is the worst. This is pretty much par for the course. Yeah, it is they, par for the course. They shoved someone out of a window. Yeah, yeah, but like, they, he didn't like, die. I, he I know, I know he didn't thingy. die. He was like, like tethered, but you, they still you could not do that. Ride. Broken glass. Yeah, which, you could not. There's do no way what... you come out unscathed. Right, and the way that they just like throw him out when he's tethered to the building, like he would smash his head for sure. Yeah, and <laughs> like, also like, even if you just were stopped suddenly, that force of stopping suddenly with that like steel cable would do. Just roped around your. Roped around your torso a bunch. You'd be <laughs> fucked. Like you might get ripped in half. Like you might be two <laughs> two separate entities. Or it just comes loose and you plummet. Like it was. Yeah. It, it was a lot too. of torture. It was a lot of torture. There a was lot. there. They Which tortured I was some not folks. Expecting. They did torture some folks. Yeah, knowing yeah. Sam X is like history. I wouldn't want his blood on me at all. And you see, and Sam was even reluctant to do that. I, you know, I liked Sam in this episode because any like Michael was just full of bad instincts, and the whole time Sam was like, uh, I don't, you know, man, maybe you shouldn't do this. And Michael was just like, no, I got it. Trust me. And Sam's like, don't do it. And even when he's like, hey, we got to play the torture game. He's like, ah, Mike, I hate doing that. I don't want to do the the torture torture game. Yeah, that's bullshit. (laughs) All those guys love that shit. He said he did. All those guys are psychos. But see, Sam is like, the the way they portray his character is like, he's just a guy who wants to just like get drunk and like bang middle-aged divorcees. That's all he wants to do. And Mike just keeps wrapping him up in this bullshit. And he's just like, ah, Fine. You gotta go back to doing like CIA shit. Fine, I'll go back to torturing guys uh, for like no money, like, for nothing. They fucking another another job where they didn't take the money. They just gave all the money away. Yeah, how does he like make a living? They there's, there's don't. What, there's they don't. like seven seasons of the show, and is the whole show mm-hmm. about him trying to figure out who did the burn notice? Because if so, he seems like a really bad spy. I mean, he's, I don't know how good he is at actual spying. The only things he's, again, he's a superhero. He's really good at like beating people up and killing people and having like perception. He like does super he, perception. Like, he should, he should be using his time to figure out who burned him so he can go back to actual And that's like, what Bruce Campbell is life. telling him the whole fucking episode. And he doesn't listen at all. It's infuriating. It's Sam's just very like, frustrating. Michael, we got to get back to this episode. Have we mentioned Trisha Helfer yet? 
No, but I would oh, love yeah. to mention Trisha Helfer. <laughs> because I... I did notice her. I was like, oh, shit. It's Number six, right? six yeah. is six. in this show. Oh, yeah. I She is on the fracking show. Such a delight to see her all Agree. the time. And, um, new, this is a, a new hairstyle in this one. She's just been doing like this just very like simple hair up like in her previous appearances or just like the, the hair is great. Uh, she the, had the some, style like, is great. Some loose curls, some loose yeah. waves. Yeah, yeah. she's looking good. Looking she great. She phenomenal. She's kind of like, so she's kind of like the person who's holding the bird notice information over him to get okay. him to help her. Because I was confused about their like connection. Yeah. So she, he thought that she was like. she like kidnapped him twice and he yelled about getting his brother out of jail. But I was like, who is she? What does yeah. she know? Why are they? So when they. How are they like, connected? Like, like when he got to like her on the chain of who burned him, he kind of thought this is where she, like she's the one who burned him. And then like he gets to her and she's like, it wasn't me. There's like people above me, dude. Of course. Like I'm like there's I'm, you know, the princess is in another castle. The burn notice is in another castle. Uh, so okay. it all seems like it all seems like such a pain in the ass for him. Like just go work for the coke like smugglers in Miami. It's dude. Miami. Like, you know, <laughs> it would be way easier. Could, like he yeah. keeps meeting all these nefarious people. It'd be so easy for him to be like, listen, man, With I used to just like skills, break next for the CIA. Oh my God. He'd be, he'd, he'd make so much money. Absolutely. Like, or just so like money. him and Fiona could just like go do fucking bank robberies and shit. Like Fiona's like, yeah. ha- and Fiona has like a serious bloodlust. That's all she wants to do. She doesn't want to go yeah. do good. She just wants to go out and like fucking kill. And they like never disguise their faces. They just kind of throw their voices. Like they do crazy shit that they should have like be on some fucking watch list for. So they can easily do this stuff. They can easily get away with no issue. Yeah, definitely. I okay about Trisha Helfer. I will say the best Jeffrey Donovan acting scenes in this episode are the ones where he's opposite Trisha Helfer. She gets the most yeah. out of it. Yeah. Like that one early on where he's like starts screaming at her about like I want my life back. I was like, oh fuck, there you go, Donovan. That was good. Yeah. Like legit, and then know, at the to end, me, that was like it was like if I'm louder, it's better acting. I thought he did good at the louder, better acting though. Like it felt earned. It did. It felt earned. Like the finally, like he's like finally, like he was boiling over in a way we hadn't seen yet, but we knew was there. And it felt like oh, we got that more of that, please. I don't know. For me, it just felt really out of place. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was just like, it just seemed like he was doing it because like this is what I want to do. Like this is acting. Well, I mean, for it was me, acting. <laughs> For me, it felt like, because earlier in the episode, he was like, as a spa, you can't get emotionally invested. And he never really seemed emotionally invested in the dad and the son. I mean, he helped them and everything and got their money back. But I feel like the most emotional he got was in that scene with Trisha Helfer when he was like talking about how he wants his life back and his brother out of jail and all of that stuff. Well, I mean, you know, classic psychopath thing. He doesn't actually care about like the guy and Jack. He cares about what they yeah. what they are as figures to parallels in his own life and how sure. their relationship can benefit his own personal like growth and like journey. Uh, like he doesn't care about what happens to them, just like in relation to his own uh, his own well being, which happens a lot for Mike. <laughs> He's got a heart of gold. Deep. He's got a heart of gold psychoanalysis oh well i got some psychoanalysis for you at the end of the episode i'm saving that for another for right at the end though uh i do have a little bit more psychoanalysis for something i feel like we're about to get right to the end right i mean like what else is there to cover Uh, do we have any other like plot points like so so he finds out who the scammer is it's some woman named rachel um, yeah, they trick her into meeting with them to pretend. Yeah, who gives they're a shit? Partner he, he, up. He does. There's a B plot. He solves it. He Game he over. does some more torture. He ties her to a chair, makes her confess to the oh, cops. Oh yeah, he shoots, is, like, shoots all around her. Weird. He does like the outline of bullets, like a fucking cartoon. Yeah, 
Where yeah. it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, those cartoons where they have the Tommy guns and they do like the outline of somebody in the brick wall. I did like the scene where, what's her name, Fiona had the like had Rachel under a gun and was just like standing there like ready to shoot. Oh yeah, Fiona's a badass. I will say like there's a lot yeah, of awesome scenes where character. she just like is holding like guns her. and yeah, yeah. Yeah, she rocks, and she's, like, very, like, empowered as a character, like, a lot. And she's just mad that she, like, her boyfriend broke up with her because of, like, her, her baggage shit. And she's all upset yeah, about that. Yeah, because her and Michael at one point in time were together, right? Yes. And then they broke up, and she was with Campbell. Campbell, which is intentional that his name is Campbell. Ridiculous. I wonder whose idea Who apparently was. had, like, a big dick is what she was implying. Uh, again, that, that, that is a very, well. a very deliberate character decision for a guy named Campbell on this show. Wonder who came up with that. <laughs> Make yeah, him a yeah. guy named Campbell. He'll have a huge dick. It's a He's great idea. <laughs> Print it. it this I is did a, li- it's <laughs> part of his contract. Like there has to be a guy named Campbell who has a huge cock in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. I, he had an ambulance. And just, I just check my rider at the ambulance. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's great. But yeah, he he had a huge dick. They break up because clearly she still has feelings for Michael, but they can't be together because they're not good for each other. That was another like big character development moment, I guess. Yep, they like to do that. Um, and so they do all that, and then we wrap up the episode with uh, another uh, Carla and Mike scene where she's out at the apartment. She's eating a yogurt, and uh, I thought this was kind of like a fun, like it was it was a little thing, but this actually was like uh, a sort of written well where he comes in and goes. Uh, I poison all my yogurt just in case you come in. She's like, yeah, you're not that good. He goes, yeah, yeah, but you thought about it. So she stops eating her yogurt, and then he grabs the yogurt and immediately takes a bite. That's what you're how you're supposed to write it. Like, if he didn't take a bite, that all would have been useless. But the taking yeah. a bite thing, that I was like, oh, they did something good there. Good for you, Matt Nix. All right, buddy. We're going to take this scene and put it up on the fridge. He knows how to write the beginning and end of an episode. The middle, <laughs> has a little trouble with. That's where, yeah, we definitely have like that 19 to 26 minute dead zone in almost every episode. That was the nap time. That was the yeah, that J- was, Jamie, yeah. you were James right on schedule. <laughs> that's when it put me to sleep. Like honestly, yeah, 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 that's probably what happened. You were legit right on schedule because we yeah. there are times where we stop taking notes because we're just like, what the fuck is going on? So to wrap up this episode, there is a voiceover that I really, really want to get into. Um, and it is when you've spent enough time as an operative, recovering from a brush with death isn't about an appointment with a psychiatrist or a week in Hawaii. It's about having purpose, whether it's something to fight or someone to hunt. That's okay. That's that's so Jordan Peterson. Weird. Listen, wait, 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 wait. Tell me that this isn't Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Do it in the voice. When you've spent enough time as an operative, recovering from a brush with death isn't about an appointment with a psychiatrist or a week in Hawaii. It's about having a purpose, whether it's something to fight or someone to hunt for crying out loud. When you're fighting the... When you're fighting the dragon, dragon of chaos. chaos and cultural Marxism, it isn't about psychiatry. It's about be embracing the dark energy to slay the lobster of death and feminism. That that video of him when he was like being interviewed by I think like the BBC or something, and the, the interviewer was like asking him about the all beef diet, and he was just like, "I'm miserable." It was like yeah. one of the funniest <laughs> things. Another guy who I, I wish a speedy recovery to and hope the best for. Another guy. I hope. Uh, I so hope. Weird. Thoughts and prayers. Such a weird Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, yeah. Up for yeah prayer, prayers up for the big homie Jordan. Get better, Jordan. Yeah. You the man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like. Yes. Oh, no, such a weird. I want situation. you saying "you the man" as my like text alert. <laughs> <laughs> you the man. Great job. You the man. <laughs> you the man. Keep it up, champ. <laughs> 
uh, sport, calling him and all those. I would love if Sam would just start doing that to Michael. Like, great job doing that. Great job not getting bird noticed, Michael. You the man. <laughs> Every episode should end with him getting a little crayon figure drawing, too. Uh, I bet. You yeah. know what? Here's the thing, though. Madeline would put them up. Madeline's nice. Madeline would, uh, she'd, she'd put up that. Which, we have to add that to the, the list of cigarettes. Uh, to Jane and Chelsea's uh, point, she was, like, smoking around the kid. Another thing that Madeline can do while smoking is be a grandmother. Yeah, <laughs> she can grandmother and make yeah. sandwiches. Yeah. She can grandmother. She can make sandwiches. She can make salads. She can have coffee. She can play bridge. She can have beers with the ladies, with the golden girls. Um, there's a lot of stuff she can do with a cigarette. The, the, the list keeps going on and on. She can manipulate her son. <laughs> She's good at that one. Very good at manipulating so, her son. So he he gets this burn notice, right, Michael? And he just ends. He just happens to be in Miami when it happens, which he is gets, where his mother and brother. No, live. no, no, no. That he gets sent. So. He gets burn noticed while he's in Africa. He's in like Uganda in the pilot at the very beginning. Oh, and he's like okay. in the middle of a job and he gets a phone call like, oh, you've been burn noticed. And then he ends up getting like like grabbed up in there and they just fly him to Miami and just drop him off. They're like, you're okay. in your hometown now. Have fun, buddy. Got it. Okay. So he's from Miami. Yes. So he's a, he's, okay. a, he's a good Florida yeah. boy. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I guess I wasn't paying close enough attention to the recaps, but I thought it said something about how when you get burned, you just are stuck where you are. But that makes sense. Yeah. That's they, where like, they put him. Shipped him there. Okay. Yep. They were like, nope, here's this place where you have like the most access to like resources and friends and like ways to wiggle your way out of it. Um, where you have the most control, like your home turf. Here you go. You can just be there. So. Like, he could just live with his mom for a while and, like, get a fucking job at McDonald's or, like, a retail job and be fine. He doesn't, like, have to be doing this. Yeah, he was was offered multiple opportunities to get out. Like, they even came to him, like, shortly into the first season. like, hey, man, you know, if you just, like, get a regular job and chill the fuck out, no one's going to do anything. He was like, I don't care. Got it. It seems lazy that he, like, that they, (laughs) like, lazy writing that they just go, okay, well... We're tr- we're taking you from uh, you know Uganda to Miami and dropping you off here. Like they couldn't even come up with like a clever way for him to. <laughs> I think him it's going to gonna be like back. one of those I mean, like, all will like, be revealed situations where like we're going to find out yeah. somebody's been pulling more strings later on, and it's like they put him in Miami because they like wanted him to like do all this stuff because of some other end goal. You know what I mean? Like where like, oh, you, still think figuring been, that out. you think you've been getting away with stuff, but really like we had this all according to plan. Oh, man. You know, that, that doesn't feel like that, the show that has that thought out. That sucks uh, that like because but it's always show... like princesses in another castle. Right. So it's like every time he gets to like another layer, they're like, oh, well, somebody else is on higher up on the ladder. Well, it sucks. I think it sucks that a show like this, like thinks that it has to have this like plot line that's like you know <laughs> like a prestige show that it has to have that has like it can't just be the episodic stuff but it's like seems it has to be to like this working. big payoff that stuff seems to work better than the procedural shit though so I, i'd rather them le- like at this point i would rather them lean into like the a plot burn notice prestige stuff versus like the procedural stuff which every week seems to just kind of fall flat as time has been going on like a few of them have been pretty good like this season though has been mostly misses with the uh, the b plots yeah right because this was like a mid-season premiere right correct like and if it had i was nothing watching <laughs> if i was watching this show live and the mid-season finale had ended with him almost getting blown up 
and then this was the mid-season premiere, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, this is absolutely. Like so that, this episode, boring. it's like, and because especially because the last episode did end with an explicit to be continued. So this is technically yeah. supposed to be the conclusion of a two-parter and just doesn't feel like it at all. It's like Have you he guys just ever, like, like stands up and shakes it off and like helps a guy help his sick kid. Like what? Have Gotta... you guys ever had anybody on the show that's like genuinely into the show and like watched it? Oh well, like not not prior, but on? after listen after being on the show, uh, Skeleton Blood loves it now. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, I think she's been the biggest one who was like, "I love this show now." Yeah, and I think uh, I think Jordan the Monster <laughs> Girl uh, dug it too. Okay, gotcha. Because so like I would be so I would be so curious to to get a look inside the mind. Of, <laughs> that's usually what we actually ask, and maybe that's watcher. what we'll ask right now. But I think we know the answer when we well, say, "Would you watch any more?" Okay, no. so. <laughs> flat no i'm so sorry to bring up animal crossing again but <laughs> never I, apologize i've been i play in like handheld mode because i'm a noob um and so I, like, I, have, I have something on tv like while i'm playing and i've just been like rewatching star wars and like rewatching like the avengers movies and shit but i might actually put this on while i'm playing animal crossing that's and, like a good thing watch to do, actually. season one because i could i can like half pay attention and i feel like that's really all i have to do for this show i will say this like season one has some bangers and there's some like good stuff that happens in it that is like legitimately very fun season two has been wildly inconsistent um there's been some some pretty fun ups but some like real bad lows um i definitely think season one's better overall interesting what's this one compared to the uh the rest so, of them well, I guess that's a the good time for us to rate the episodes. Will be a good way to compare that. So, um, what are we going? What, what are we doing? Ten of what? Uh, uh, like I can't remember. Like well, Hanks, like this, Hank's faces. Hank's faces, but yeah, ten Hank's faces out of ten Hank's. Ten Hank's faces. Ten secret, Campbell dicks. Secret torture. Because there was like sites. nothing really significant in this, uh, like episode to be like oh like how we've done in the past where it's like blue dye or whatever where it's like yeah there is no this one really didn't have anything yeah no they really didn't it was it was it was empty just like this episode uh so yeah i guess we're rated out of 10 hanks's um i'll go first not my favorite had some fun stuff um i liked the michael sam fight i liked a couple of donovan acting parts uh didn't like the care for the b plot at all I uh, like Trisha Helfer. That was cool. Let's give it like a f- five Hanks's. It's mid, just it's mids for me. Yeah. Uh, for me, I feel like a mirror that I did like that the, the father and son was named Jack and Kenny. That made me think of Jack. <laughs> so that <laughs> made me laugh. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> um, most of the things I like, I guess, were just like completely irrelevant to the show. Like I liked it to call Campbell's ambulance, the Cambulance. Um, yeah, other than that, I think you're right. Middle of the road, I would say five, too, because it was just like the character development parts of the actual show were like, well, that was fun. But then like the B plot was I can't like I can't even remember how he just like he just sees somebody about to kill himself. And he's like, I'm going to do everything I can to help you now. It was just very bizarre. Because Again, he's a superhero. For my point. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He's got the heart of gold. Jane and Chelsea, would you like to give your ratings? Jane, go ahead. All right. Um. Well, it was a uh, <laughs> it was a slog to get through this, even after watching it like three times. Uh, still didn't really know what was going on because I couldn't pay attention to it. Sorry. Um, 
Not your fault. There was a lot of. There was a no, lot it's of, not your uh, fault. Blame Matt Nix. Yeah, a lot of endorsing of uh, to- of torture in it. Um, not yeah, pretty 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 messed up. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a two. Two Ooh. Hankses. Two Hankses. Ooh. Yeah. Brutal but fair. That's not yeah. even a whole Hanks family. No. Lets them out. <laughs> and is okay. Is one of those two Hankses Chet? No. Okay, now it's bad. Now, now it's really bad. Which is an insult oh, in my ouch. mind. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I hate to see it. Yeah. I'm just going to, that's going to be just my dumb hot takes that Chet is the best takes. I, I don't consider Out it a hot take. I'm actually with you on that. Yeah. He's better than Tom. Absolutely. 100% better than Tom, obviously. <laughs> yeah. He's healthier than him. What has Tom ever done? Wow. Yeah, fuck Tom. Tom's done all these characters. Has he ever, has he ever done Patois in a movie? I don't think so. He's done beloved at Walt Disney. He did some weird accent. In, uh, what's that? What's what's more racist, Chad Hanks doing the patois or Tom Hanks playing Walt Disney? Oh, I'm not gonna comment on that. <laughs> Chelsea, your review. Yeah, Chelsea, save us, please. Um, like I said, I think that this as a mid-season premiere was very disappointing. I haven't watched anything, any other episodes of the show. Uh. But if I had been a fan at the time, and this was the mid-season premiere, I would be very mad online. So I'm going to give it a three. All three right, Hankses. Hey, you each that together be... gives it a five, collectively. Have you ever gone onto Twitter, used like the Twitter's advanced search to like search for what people were saying about this show like as it was airing <laughs> no actually we've done we've done That's imdb reviews idea. which are usually fun yeah, yeah there's like one particular could... reviewer who leaves yeah. these amazing terrible reviews but didn't review this episode unfortunately he just hates tim matheson yeah. for yeah. some reason hates tim matheson like a lot i mean on the on the twitter advanced search like you can set a date range and just find out when like this when the episodes were this on. This is 2008. Were people for tweeting about TV shows in 08, yeah. or is that still? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. No, the, it was happening, but like it was. People have been complaining about TV on Twitter though. since Twitter launched. True. Yeah. True. Interesting thought. That's something we're gonna have to look into. I love that. So <laughs> maybe for uh for a future episode because this one is done. We did it. Um, Chelsea Jane, would you like to plug some stuff before we get out of here? Uh, listen to Decom Intern. Um, we haven't, unfortunately, we haven't released an episode in a couple weeks, but we've got some episodes up that you can download and listen back yeah, to. Yeah, and we'll record again here. Yeah. Soon, we're gonna, sure. now that, now that I can maybe, hopefully, figure out the mixer, I think we're in a good position to record some new episodes. Yes. Um, awesome. We talk about Disney Channel movies, but we've also had episodes on the movie Cats, um, that's Josh's territory. One. Yep. There yeah, we go. It's yeah, a great one. It's so good. Um and so we do some we do some non Disney stuff sometimes and we'll we'll probably like pivot more in the future to non Disney stuff so that I can continue to get Jane to agree to record yeah, with I don't, because like, I don't know if doesn't. I can handle doing doing decoms <laughs> while we're in quarantine here. No, we can <laughs> that is pretty mad. We can I, we can pivot to female scammers or something. Yeah, yeah I've got I, I sh- I've got the book sitting right here. I should finish reading it. But yeah. Um Oh yeah, like I, I'm in, I'm in a precarious enough mental state. I don't think I, I can handle doing more decoms, talking about more decoms yeah, for a while. Fair. So uh, stay tuned that's for the future fair. of decom, folks. <laughs> Got to make sure you follow and subscribe and, and keep uh, keeping tuned. Uh, social media is when I want to get those out there. Uh, just yeah, just at uh, just do at decom intern for the show. Um, I don't know if you're 
listening to this, you can probably find me on Twitter. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'll probably um, go in and out of locking my account because um, <laughs> I spend, you know, a lot of time. Depending on who you're being like, to that particular day. Yeah, just day. like getting high and paranoid and locking Depen- my Depending account. on what sort of uh, targeted Bernie Sanders related Russian harassment uh, we got to do for our mandate every morning. Uh, right, when I get yes. my when I get my orders from the Kremlin every morning, I have to decide whether or not I want to lock my account for this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh. that, that that factory is still going. I'm still getting my checks from uh, from the Kremlin, even though the the campaign's <laughs> slowing down. Yeah, they haven't been hit very hard. Yeah, never stop posting. Off, so. Never stop. Never log off. No. Uh, you can see my targeted online harassment uh, at ThickFlareTTV on Twitter. Uh, so follow me there. You'll see all the targeted harassment I do there. Um, on Twitch, where I also harass people, that's uh, twitch.tv slash ThickFlare. Uh, come check that out. Uh, Josh, where can they find you? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us at BirdNoticePod on Twitter. They can email shit at burnafternoticing at gmail.com. <laughs> Just shit exclusively. Literally pictures of shit. <laughs> No, Just no, no don't do that. that. Please don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't want to. I take that, that back immediately. Um, yeah, there emails for other related content if you have questions and such. And you can find me pretty much everywhere at Shake and Bakey, Twitch, Twitter, OnlyFans, uh, OnlyFans, stuff like that. Um, yeah, thank you once again, though. Seriously, to Jane and Chelsea. I yeah, know this was a. Yeah, no problem. It wasn't it was quite. It maybe, hopefully, not as bad as some of the decoms, but I can't guarantee. There are that. worse decoms than there this. There definitely. For sure. Oh my oh, god, yeah. there are definitely several yeah. decoms we watched that. Were well, much then worse we than that. then you know you're welcome for us giving you that perspective. <laughs> oh wow. <Yes. laughs> oh man. Thanks for letting uh, us yeah. uh, uh, mansplain burn notice. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks <guys>. <laughs> 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 this would be a show that would be like huge. I bet like a bunch of boyfriends at the time. Oh yeah, this is a boyfriend show for sure. Like you're 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 like making your girlfriend watch this like with you on DVD in your basement for like an entire night. If I was dating Oof. someone who made me watch this show, I would leave. I there are so many other fish in the fucking sea. Yeah, like this is 2008. Like if you're not watching True Blood with your girlfriends, you probably deserve to be single. Yeah. For sure. It was 2008. I was on, I was a Dexter Trueblood guy at this time. This is where uh, that's exactly yeah. where I was. All right. Same. Before I get into Dexter, we're it's a whole other podcast. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank Still you Miami. again. <laughs> yeah. Thank you again yeah, to uh, to Jane and Chelsea for joining us. And as always, don't get burned. Don't get burned, everybody. Bye. Stay safe. All that good stuff. Bye. Bye. See ya.